Welcome to the Growing with the Nearest podcast. My name is Brian and this is my wife, Sonia Nira. We are the nearest and we are on a journey to learn and to grow in the areas of faith, purpose, and relationship. Today, we are talking about focus. Yes. But specifically eating the fruit of your focus. Mm. I don't know where we heard that phrase. You will eat the fruit of your focus. Probably but, Craig Rochelle or something like that. So I don't remember. Some leadership But guru. we wrote it down a few months ago. Yeah. Because we were like, man, we want to sit down and talk about that. Yeah. We do. We want to sit down and talk about eating the fruit of your focus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I guess there's many angles you can go about when you're talking about, like, focus. Yes. I guess what the angle I would like to talk about, which you can share with me yours. Yes. I would really like to talk about what should you be focusing on? Yeah, that's good. I mean, like not in, not like in your career, like what should you be focusing on in your life? Yeah. And then how do you, you know, go into that garden and take care of it Mm -hmm. enough to where you can eat the fruit of, you know, that focus. So it's like, I don't know. I yeah. would like to talk about what's important to focus on. Yeah. And then how do you focus in such a way that, you know, that priority can flourish mm-hmm. and you can eat that fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that we should definitely talk about it within the context of family and relationship. I think that that's very important. I think that, I think the... um aspect of focus within con- within the context of family and relationships is so important. Yeah. And if you're not intentional to focus, then things can get really out of hand mm-hmm. really quickly. But I have a question, have a you know, question to start you. us mm-hmm. off is like in your life growing up, like were you a focused person? Did you have the propensity to like be really focused or like was it hard for you to like hunker down and focus on the things that were important in the seasons that you were in? No. No. Talk to us about that. No, because growing up at a certain point, home life was really hard. Mm. It was very, very hard. There was a lot going on. Um, Just a lot of trauma for my family. And so through the seasons of like remarkable trauma, yeah, like there was no focus wow. for me. Like yeah. there was no focus. Like I, I couldn't, I didn't come home and like work on schoolwork. Wow, like, I never did that. I would maybe, I would maybe do it like the night before a test, or I would get up early in the morning. Like literally, I would get up like four thirty in the morning and then like work, finish the project or whatever. Yeah. But, but no, I would say as a young person. There was no focus. Everything was reactionary. Mm. You know, because I kind of, because when we talk about focus, like the importance of focus, I think that's synonymous with discipline. Yeah, definitely. And strategic planning. Oh, yeah. Right. So strategic planning and discipline to follow out that plan. Right. And so like that takes, that will require, require focus. Um. And the fruit of focus, in my opinion, is like discipline and strategic planning. Mm-hmm. So there was not really that. Everything was re- reactionary. Yeah. Um, 
which is sad. I think the only thing that I maybe focused on was things I didn't need to give my attention to, mm. you know, worldliness and relationships. Yeah. Relationships. Um, looking, you know, vanity, like stuff I didn't need to focus on that really wasn't producing fruit that was good for me. Yeah. So I think that my answer is no. What about you? Growing up, definitely. My parents were very focused people. Yeah. My absolutely. parents were very focused in their mission and their vision yeah. and what they were doing. My dad is like an ultra focused person. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody in your family. You can, it's very hard to knock him off his block. <laughs> like, my yeah. dad, like, yeah. hurricane, tsunami, you know, tornado, whatever, proverbially you, you throw at him. He ain't going nowhere. Like he's staying focused on the mission that he has been called to. Yeah, you know, God. even you know they've been doing traveling in ministry, you know, for thirty years. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's been many times where I'm like, you need to stop doing this. You know, we're like, you need to do something. But it's like, nope, this is what we've been called to do. So we're going to do it. Yeah, and they're God. just so focused, you know, on the mission in Zimbabwe. So focused, you know, on doing the conferences and building people up. And, you know, I think that that like that level of the level of focus that they have can also lead like it's a good and bad thing because it can also lead to like inability to change Mm. sometimes inability Mm. to change when change is necessary or changing too late. Um, like you're focusing, you're like laser, yeah, you're fo- like you, so you have your blinders on and you just can't see anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. Because it's almost like, you know, when you look at something about. for long enough, yeah, it almost becomes distorted. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if you're looking at something, if you're looking at something intensely enough for a long enough, it'll actually become distorted. And then you have to like shake yourself for a moment. Yeah, I just think. To get back into to get back. I'm not saying that's like what's happened, like what happened with my parents. I'm just saying like that's just a tenet of focus is actually one of the things that, one of the things, and this is really powerful, one of the things that you have to do to focus a camera sometimes is take it off of the subject, then bring it back. Mm. You have to take it off. You have to move it away from the, the actual thing you want to focus on and then move it back. Yeah. So that you're yeah. able to, so it's able to recalibrate onto that image yeah and so um but for you know for me growing up um i feel like high school whenever i like because i think what fuels focus is purpose Mm. and so if you are not if you don't have something purposeful to walk towards it's hard to be focused then you just are like just trying things like you're just trying things to figure it out. And it's cool to have seasons like that. Absolutely. But it's special whenever you're able to get focused. Yeah. Like one person who I think about, I know I'm going all over the place, but <laughs> just travel with me through the corridors of my brain. <laughs> I think about LeBron James. LeBron James for the last 21, 22 years has been so laser focused on being the best basketball player that he could possibly be like he literally moves everything out of the way for basketball and like obviously there's a level in focus that you get to that you it's it's 
so automatic and like it's running so seamlessly that you're then able to bring other things into the equation. Mm -hmm. You know, like for him, like he started doing a lot of media stuff. Mm -hmm. And also he had a great team, you know, who, and, and that's another great thing of focus is focus in within the context of focus, understanding what your A, I know we're going, we're, we're going to do, we're just going to go down this road. You're understanding like what you're able to do and what you need other people to do in order for the vision and mission that you have to go forward. And I know that we're talking about this broad, we're going to bring it into the family because I think that like focus within the concept of family is so underrated. And as a result, so many families struggle they struggle to live a consistent rhythm in life because there's and and we've experienced this mm -hmm. many times i've had many 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 conversations oh, i think we're in a current season right now where i was literally thinking this morning okay after this week we need to sit down and recalibrate without a doubt with our rhythms without you know? a doubt yeah but um anyways Co, coming back to my upbringing I found purpose in high school. Mm. I found purpose whenever I joined vocal music. Yeah. Specifically my sophomore year. Yeah. Vocal music. Um, I started getting really invested in that. And you know, we want to know what? I was playing. I was actually playing football at the same time. Like major high school football. 6A you know, very serious, like 30-hour job type stuff. Like, we were on the job with football. <laughs> and then I was also doing music as well. Yeah. I, you know, I started doing vocal music, and I started to love it. I started to get in, to get involved in show choir and just really, really, really involved in those two things. Those were, like, my two things that I was focused on in high school. And it gave me a lot of – it gave me – that purpose gave me that focus. But then – I reached a tipping point my junior year after my junior year going into my senior year where I had to make a decision because what was happening is there was what was happening is there was a tension between the two focuses. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. There was a tension that was keeping me from being able to have complete focus. Yeah, it's like chasing two rabbits. Chasing two rabbits. Not able to catch either. And I remember one summer, the summer before my senior year, I um, had gone through spring football. I was actually in line to start, like, my very first time. Really? Oh, yeah. I was getting ready to start. Like, it was a very serious thing. Like, what position? A cornerback hmm. on defense. I was getting ready to start. Faith knows this. Were you fast? Yeah. I mean, I was fast. I, was, I mean, I was Cornerback need to be fast? Cornerback, yeah, yeah, they have to be the fastest on the field. I wasn't that, but um, I was also doing musical theater because I was thinking I'm gonna go to school for musical theater. Mm. So I remember in that summer I was going to a this is crazy a three week long music theater intensive. You did that at Oklahoma City Theater, really? Oklahoma City I University. I never knew that you did that. Yeah, Oklahoma City University. What was that like? We had a. a amazing it was amazing it was so fun like we were staying in these dope dorms like on the college campus so fun yeah but you know I was working out every morning because I was like I got to stay in shape for football I have to stay in shape so I have to be in the gym because they're back home waking up at 6 a.m every morning 
getting ready for the football season. Mm. And so I'm like, I have to do the same thing. And I remember there was such tension. There was such tension, mm. like with those two focuses. And then one morning I woke up and I was like, I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to work out. I'm done playing football. And I was like, I'm giving music my full focus. And so I stopped going to work out in the mornings. You and you told your coach? And so after the musical theater camp, because they knew I was going to it, they didn't like it by any means. They're like, nah, you need to be here working out with us. You know, you, you're you in line for a starting job. This is serious. Like, why are you going to do? Why are you going to? Ew. I mean, it was in like, it was in no, a No, coaches way, always you know. be doing stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> no, it's seriously. Yeah. It, it's, it like, was, it's like they put they put practices over oh, like family yeah, time yeah, and it's like no. they expect you to like, yeah. you, they expect That's definitely family. how it was. No, coaches do that and I don't like that. That's, um, no, and I don't so like that at all. I made that decision and then when I got back home, I just stopped showing up. <laughs> well, they knew when I was coming home actually. And we were getting, the day I was getting, like the day or two after I was coming home, they, um, we were getting ready to go to Arkansas for a seven on seven camp. We we're getting ready to go. And I was like, I, I just hadn't, I was like, you know, I was young, I was immature. I didn't know how to like talk to people, communicate like. Sure, of course. And so, but I remember one day I was getting ready to get into the, sh I was in, I was getting in the, in the shower and the head football coach called my house. He called my house and he was like, can I talk to Brian? He was like, where is he? He was like, we're going on this trip and we need him to be there. Did, were you the one who picked up the phone, Faith? It was you or it was Jasper. I was getting ready to get in the shower. I'll never forget this. Do you remember this? Yeah, and, and I was like, tell him I'm not here. <laughs> I'm real, I was like, tell him I'm not here, I'm not here. And and like whoever it was was like, oh, but Brian, uh, Brian isn't here. <laughs> and so from that moment on, I mean, I never talked to them, I, but I quit. I oh, quit. man, babe. I know it wasn't good by any means, but yeah. I have made a decision. I was like, hey, I'm getting ready to focus on music. This is I'm going into my last year. I'm going to give show choir, vocal music, and my college preparation my full focus this is what i'm gonna focus on so i started training i started getting my auditions ready for college i started you know i you know my show choir i was um i invested myself in it to the point that we went we won the show choir um a show choir regional championship mm. and i was named best male performer <laughs> i was like i was locked in i locked in and i focused that year and ultimately had the opportunity to the opportunity to see that focus pay off and even with college like i was you know i i auditioned at a number of universities like the university of oklahoma really i actually I only auditioned at two i auditioned at the university of oklahoma and um oklahoma city university which is top 5 musical theater school in the nation has produced so many broadway stars um, and I got accepted into both. I got accepted into both at the University of, um, sorry, at Oklahoma City University. I, I got a $32,000 scholarship. And, you know, that was the fruit of focus mm. that I had the opportunity. Obviously, the Lord had a different path for me. Yeah. The Lord had a different path for me. And I can go down and tell that story. I don't want to take too much of our time. 
on here about like when I got to college, that focus, like, okay, I had one semester. I had one semester in college where I was like a wandering generality, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you heard about that? Wandering generality? No, I never heard of that phrase. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting concept. Uh, we won't talk about it now. It's just, you know, wandering people, generality. wandering generality, just people who wander through life kind of aimlessly, just essentially accepting what they, accepting what like is thrown at them rather than taking initiative in life and being able to focus long enough to be able to make things happen essentially. But um, I had one semester, hmm. my first semester, my freshman semester was like my wandering generality uh, semester where I was like, I was lamenting the fact being that there. like I was there and where I was and not where I wanted to be. Like at Oklahoma City University, doing musical theater, getting ready to go be on Broadway. Like who knows, man, I could have been in Hamilton. Like, if I, you know, I probably would have been in Hamilton. I probably would have. Or the Lion King. But that wasn't the that wasn't Yeah, the, but you were going down to Oklahoma doing stuff you shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once, you know, just like I was my heart was longing for longing for that that life. But the Lord had a different life for me at Oral Roberts University. So that was that one semester was like my semester of wandering and trying to like figure things out. And what then I, what whip, like what whipped it back into shape? What what brought your focus back? Focus back in that season. That trip to Oklahoma City University. Really? Yep. That trip to Oklahoma City University. I remember waking up the next day at the person's house I was staying at, mm. and I was like. This isn't for me. Mm. I knew it. I was like, you know what? You're right, God. This isn't for me. This isn't for me. And so I was like, yeah. I was like, take me home now. <laughs> I was like, take me back. And I promise when I step foot on that campus at ORU after that Oklahoma City University trip, <laughs> I was so focused, Sonia. Come on. Like, I was like, okay, we're here. We're about to make the next three and a half years the most, like we're about to squeeze every ounce of the what this university and what this place can give me in the next three and a half years. I was so focused. Not only that, I found focused people. Yeah, absolutely. I was blessed to find like my best friends in life, like Caleb, Rashad, um, who else? Kevin. Dexter. Dexter. Ooh, Dexter took me under his wing. And taught me focus. Dexter, like, I attribute, honestly, learning what it looked like to be locked in in life to Dexter. Like, he, he, you know, one of my best friends, going to be in his wedding soon. (coughs) But, like, we got locked in. Like, we were locked in on our purpose. on And everything we did surrounded our purpose. Everything we did surrounded what we were like. We would obviously have fun. We would go on cruises. We'd go on road trips. But we were like, <laughs> we were locked in on like what we were doing in life. And we were always challenging each other towards the things that we, that we wanted to do in life. And so, man, like the fruit of focus from that ultimately led to me being able after college to step into my purpose and to walk in that purpose uh, in 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 a really special way, Sonia. In a really I agree. Sp- special way. If you look at 
Right. So if you come back to that phrase, eating the fruit of your focus, like look at what you were able, like look at some of the things that happened in at ORU, right? So mm-hmm. think like think the conclusion of the season, it's like you were, there's like a fancy word for giving a speech. Yeah, I mean, I was just, I, I wasn't the valedictorian. I was just like, I was chosen by the the student body and by the faculty to give the senior address. Yeah, so you gave the senior address. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, that didn't come from unintentionality. Yeah. That that was some fruit of your focus. Yes, without a doubt. Was it that season that you produced the your first album? Yeah, or raised, was it after? Raised $20,000 yeah, during 20, my 000. senior year. Yeah. Yeah. And and recorded a full album? Yes. And that's remarkable for that time. Yeah. At know? my graduation, I led worship and then I gave the speech. Yeah. You know what I you mean? You were leading, you led worship yeah. regularly that was broadcasted on TV yeah. at ORU. Mm-hmm. What are some other, you know, what are some other things that you ate from the fruit of your focus in that season? Relationship, like, I, uh, so as a result of relationships that I built during college, like, I mean, I was serving the president mm-hmm. in college. I was, um, I was one of the, like, essentially the university ambassadors. Yeah. During that time, yeah. Think about think about even the award that they gave you, even like even after. Yeah, the what alumni alumni. Uh, yeah, the stu- it was like the young alumni of the year award. Yeah, young alumni of the year. It's like you were focused there. You were focused after, mm-hmm. and they even recognized you after the fact. Yeah, but if you wouldn't have been on the radar then, you wouldn't have been on the radar now. Yeah. You know, so it's like that was a way that you ate from the fruit of your focus. Yep. You know, and and it's not to share those things to boast. Not at we all. We could care less about that. But it's just like a real life example of what no. of what being locked in and focused without a can doubt. produce. Like eating the fruit of your focus. That's a big deal, babe. That's oh, a huge yeah. deal. Without a doubt. I love that we've got into this vein. Yeah. Because I think so many people want they want to be the person that's chosen for mm-hmm. the final speech. They want to you know, be honored with awards and like all those things. It's like, but that's those things will never happen. Yeah. If you are not focused. If you're not and focused. And they might no. not even happen even after you're focused. Yeah. But something that's really interesting when you were talking is the phrase that you said, I think that focus is attached to purpose. Mm-hmm. And when I first sh- shared that I wasn't focused when I was younger, I think. I felt like the Lord was reminding me when you were talking. I was like, wait, hold up. I actually was doing a lot. Yeah. I was doing a lot. Yeah. I was in sport. I was in multiple sports. I was in like a pre-med program. I took so many college courses uh, before I graduated high school. Like I had like two semesters done of college credit. Um, I had an internship at the at the hospital that I would leave the school. Dang. I would leave the school um, my senior year at, a, at like 1 o'clock and go to the hospital and have an internship. Yeah. Um, and then, because I was underneath a physical therapist, and then I was an EMT. I went through an EMT program during school and like was with like paramedics and firefighters 
you know, like every day for three months, my senior year, they were like training us and teaching us. I didn't go get my certification because I was terrified Yeah, <laughs> from their real life stories of like losing children. And like, I just like a 17 year old, you're like, I can't, I can't fathom that. I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, and then I immediately got my CNA after that because you could do both. So I did both. Wow. Certified nurse assistant. Yeah. Certificate. What? Uh, a CNA. So, yeah. Mm. So I went. So I was going to a nursing home and being trained, and then I would have to sit in classes and do practical. Oh, wow. And then I did get my board certification with that, but I didn't Dang. ever use it. Because <laughs> when the, but the reason why I would say I wasn't focused is because I didn't, yeah, like I got, I did all those things, but I didn't, I didn't go through them in a way of excellence I know I could have. Mm. It was like, I, I like, I passed by the chin, by the hair of my chinny chin chin. It's like, that's yeah. it, you know? Because I, I wasn't diligent with studying. I wasn't diligent. It was just like my raw gifts got yeah. me through, but yeah. there was no stewardship of those gifts. Wow. And yeah. that that's always that's always like brought so much heartache to me. I've always been so disappointed because I've I look at myself, even in that season, it's like if you would have just had better character and more discipline, yeah. You could have thrived. Like you could have you could have done so much better, not for anybody else, yeah. but like, like your capacity is here and this is your output. Like this margin makes me sad. Yeah. Like that margin makes that's me sad. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And so it was like, it makes me saying, sad too when I see 16, that. 17 year old Sonia, you had so much more within you. You, you didn't, you didn't focus. You didn't always have the tools to focus. Home life didn't set you up for success. Yeah. That's not, I don't blame that, but I've had to, I've had to give myself grace yeah. as uh, over the years yeah. that I didn't eat. I didn't produce as much fruit because there was just a lot going on, yeah, you know, and I had to give myself grace, but I still feel that disappointment. That's why I immediately, good. like I immediately was like, no, I wasn't focused. Yeah. Because but of the if disappointment. I, if mm. I actually look at grace, if I like look at my life through grace, it's like, yeah. okay, hold up. You still did a lot. Yeah. You still did a lot. Um, and it was good. And I'm and I'm grateful because I've always had confidence in myself. Um, and I've always just had raw giftings. But what changed the game for me mm. is when I had I found purpose. Yes. It it produced a focus. What was that purpose? The Lord. Wow, that's good. Yeah. The Lord, like in high school, because they just, everyone was putting so much pressure on me. Yeah. Like all of my teachers that I trusted, family members that like, because my family believed I had like the best grades in the world. <laughs> and I was like too afraid to tell them. And then them. nobody was checking. <laughs> and I was too afraid to tell them like, because like on state exams, yeah, like yeah, I would yeah, be, yeah. like I would go to like these honorar honorarium like meals for yeah. like kids that like, got like really great scores. You were sneaking in? No, oh, I would really <laughs> actually get invited. those scores. Gotcha. By like raw gifting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, but like that wasn't reflected in my grades. Mm. So like my family thought that I was like creme So your mom creme. wasn't even checking. No, my mom was, my mom was, but I'm talking about my extended family. Oh, okay, okay. So like from afar there, like you know. Like my grandpa would be like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> And you didn't have the courage to be no, like, No, I was uh, so Grandpa. ashamed. <laughs> I was 
so ashamed. I'm like, I'm living a lie. Absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. living a lie. I feel you. And I have to perform for my family or my family's going to be disappointed. They're going to be crushed. Yeah. That was like my first years of high school. Sheesh. I was like, and like, and like my family, my I would hear phrases from family members like, you're the one that's going to make it through. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're the one that's leading our family. And, mm. and I'm like, just like. They weren't wrong. Well, yeah, but wrong. it was, it put in me a level of like needing to perform. Yeah. Like I have to perform to be accepted. Yeah. And I was too afraid of rejection. So I wouldn't, I wasn't going to tell you if I wasn't getting the grades you thought I was getting. Yeah. I'm talking true. extended filming. My mom, my mom could have pulled up my grades at any time. She knew my grades. She knew my GPA. Yeah. But um, I felt so much pressure <clears throat> from family to like have like this prestige prestigious is that yeah, yeah. prestigious um degree mm. moving out of call or moving out of high school into college yeah and it was so overwhelming because i was like if i don't get like if i don't do a doctorate's program or if i don't do a pre-med program or if i don't do an engineering if i don't do something that is like like really fancy um like, I'm going to let down my family. Like, that's literally how I felt. Yeah. And so when I finally was free of that. Yeah. And the Lord led me to. He led me to uh, study, you know, the Bible. Um, I was set so free. And you know what? Like, it's not that every family member, like, disagreed with it. I won't speak for every family member because there's so many of them. Yeah. But the phrases that I would hear is like man, pastors don't make any money, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so I making that choice was me severing myself from, like, the pressure of doing something that was going to impress my family. Yes. Because I knew, I knew, even without conversations, the way that that was perceived. Now, some people were, fan, like, were thrilled about it. Like, my grandma, she was, like, so proud, would tell every stranger she'd ever meet that her daughter was going to be a pastor. Yeah. Right? Or her granddaughter was going to be a pastor. Um, but that was the season, and that's why it's the most fun season for me. Yeah. It was like the first time in my life that I found purpose. Yeah. That's and good. Because I, I had told the Lord in high school, and I told my family this, I just, I, I just want to change the world. Yeah. Like, as a child, I would just think about, like, I want to change the world. I want to change the world. And I couldn't find a degree program that would lead me to world change. Mm. And that's when, like, my family would talk about it. And I told them, honestly, like, I want to be a part of changing the world. Yeah. And so then people would be like, okay, well, like, doctors, like, doctors. Yeah, yeah, Doctors yeah. do that. And, like, engineers, like, you could help build this and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, like, those are, that's, those are all true. I'm not trying to downplay those career paths. Absolutely true. Um, but when I found God and the message of salvation mm -hmm. and the message of like what the Lord has done for humanity, mm. I'm like, no, 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 no. This, this has world changing power. Yeah, it does. And I was like, I'm giving my life to That's this. That's right. Yeah. I'm literally giving my whole life. And my friends thought I was crazy. <laughs> like they literally I, I had my best friend at that time mm. was like your faith is consuming you mm. Mm. you know yeah and like 
I just was like breaking up with you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not hanging out with you anymore. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you are in sin. I I, I was so bold. <laughs> you are living in sin. And I had a friend not wanting to go to because I would invite everybody to church. Yeah. I had a friend that didn't want to go to church with me because she was like, I feel anxious in church. Mm. And I'm like, I'm that's a what. demon. <laughs> and you need to stop sleeping with your boyfriend. <laughs> and this is the boundary I'm laying right here. Yeah. You know. So I was there was like one there was like one friend that hanged for a while. Yeah. But but yeah. So you know that's what you have to do sometimes when yeah. like when it comes to focus. Yeah, part of focus is cutting out all things that are distractions. Yeah. Like part of focus, like the whole concept of focus, because fo focus is really a um it's not just a like term for um like cameras or you know things that capture things. Like it's it's obviously that's kind of the basis and the root of it, but it really is powerful when you think about a camera lens. The whole point of the focus is to be able to eliminate all distractions around the primary subject. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think that's what so many people have a hard time doing in their lives. Like so many parents, so many, so many um, married couples, like they have so much trouble being able to cut out all the things that surround the primary focus of their family or of their marriage relationship in an effort to give it the necessary attention it needs to be able to be properly captured. Mm. And so I think that's a, I think that's a mistake that I made at the beginning of our marriage. Mm. I think that um, for me, I was like, okay, I was already rolling in my career to an extent. I mean, I was rolling in my career. Oh, definitely. I was rolling in my career. Yeah, it was post voice. Yeah. You had done like a little tour in oh, yeah, lots Africa. Of, yeah, lots of stuff You were doing lots on. of events, lots of events. Yeah. When I met you, you were doing a lot of events. Oh, without a doubt. Like almost every week you were doing events. Yes, without a doubt, doing yeah. something. You were definitely in the flow. Yeah, and you know, for me, like, if I were to go back and do it again, I probably would have taken six months to focus, like six months to a year to focus on our marriage mm -hmm. and just be like, okay, Everything else stops. Everything else gets out of the way because I have made the most important commitment in my life thus far besides saying yes to Jesus. And I am going to give this my complete and total focus. I am going to say, like, my wife is the primary, like, she is at her and Jesus are at the center of my focus in this season. But, you know, I just, I mean, I just kind of continue doing life <clears throat> and, and, and kind of like said, okay, you can just come along. You can just come along for the ride and we'll both focus on this. And that didn't really work. <laughs> and so we all had a lot of come to Jesus moments. That made me, yeah. that made me really emotional, you saying that. Mm, made me sad. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, it's, Hey, we all make mistakes, and that's the thing. Like within this process, you make mistake, and like I feel like I've made a number of mistakes, even like within the context of focusing. Um, like you know, especially like when it comes to music. Like I think that 
you know, 2020 was a year where, you know, everybody pivoted. And we pivoted our focus in 2020, my team and I, we pivoted to like doing a lot of online stuff. A lot of like, like we started grinding online. And as a result, my platforms tripled, yeah. tripled. Like yeah. we crossed the, the million person, million follower threshold across platforms during that season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As a result of us switching our focus and focusing. But then I think like two years later, we didn't recalibrate. We didn't, I didn't take the time to recalibrate my focus. And then also during that time, it was like, now I have a family. And so like, okay, like my business is providing for itself, but it's not quite providing for my family holistically. And so it's like I started doing stuff at the church, you know? So then my focus started getting split mm. and it started getting divided. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And within that process, like I think my soul just got tired. Yeah. And I didn't, and I probably should have somewhere along the line, like stopped and been like, okay, I need to recalibrate. Yeah. I need to refocus in an effort to, because if this is what I do believe, like, I, and this is something I thought of while you're talking. The people who have the most, the hardest time focusing are the people who are gifted in multiple areas, who are able to do multiple things. Yeah, It's like almost a double-edged sword. Mm. It's like with one sword, like you're knocking things down. With other sword, you're cutting your own head off. <laughs> <laughs> like with one swing, you're, you're you're knocking a giant down, and then the other you're knocking yeah, yourself down. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like yeah. the people who are so gifted and who are able to do multiple things. And I know so many of these people. Yes, like most people. I'm thinking honestly. about one person like in my mind right now, but actually he's like amazing at a lot of things and like does a great job at it. Um, you can tell me who it is. KD initials. Know. I'll have to decipher after. <laughs> Praise God. The one who got us into real estate, who helped us. Oh, yeah. But he's, uh, and like, honestly, like, no, no, just to be very honest, like, he's amazing at everything he does. Like, I haven't seen him actually, like, falter yet, <laughs> really. Yeah. But, uh, um, like, for me, during that season, probably, like, 2021, 2022, like, I was trying to do so many things. That ultimately, like, what I think it did, and I think I'm still recovering, is it, like, sapped my soul. Oh, it burned you out. Yeah, it, it, like, burned me out. You were at burnout, babe. Without a doubt. You couldn't even dream. Yeah, like, couldn't, you couldn't even, even like, see. You couldn't, you didn't even see the, you couldn't see the future. And yeah. Brian, Brian's a visionary. Oh, 100%. Brian is, one of his most dominant gifts is he's a visionary. Yeah. And so it's it's hard when the lights get turned off. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it's and like I feel sobering. like the Lord is slowly dim, you know, dimming it upward. Without a doubt, I think like there's a lot of things that are, you know, the Lord is helping me awaken to now. And you know, honestly, like one of the things that's helped me the most is like you know my family, focusing on my giving my family my focus has actually opened the door for everything else. Praise God. You know, in this season, like at the beginning of the year, at the beginning, at the end of 2022. You know, I kind of dissolved my team, dissolved my team on the Brian Air music side, which was really hard and really emotional because it had been a focus for so many years of my life. And I love it. I love it. And there's a lot of purpose 
And like, I'm very adamant about being a good steward of that which was God has given you. And like, the fact of the matter is, God has given us over a million people to influence. Mm. Like, well, that's just a reality. And so, like, it pained me to like be like, shoot, ah, I'm in a position where I have to stop and I have to recalibrate. I have to take my eyes off of this thing. Mm. Just like I was saying earlier, I have to take my eyes off of. Brian near music for a minute so that I can come back and have a fresh focus. Brian, that was, I just want to say, so proud of you. Thank you. You can kind of be like your dad in that way. Oh yeah. You know what you were, what you were saying earlier. It's like, you can just be so gridlocked. Oh man! I, on when I'm in unlocked in, hey, it's, it's not locked in. It's like this is a gridlock, <laughs> and Dude. and it's one of it's it's actually a gift, mm, right? Yeah. It's a gift. Yes, but uh, it needs to be refined, and you have to know the temptations of your gifting, without a doubt. And one of the temptations of your gifting is like just not being willing to move when you need to move. Yeah, yeah. Agreed, you know, and agreed. I and I'm I really really proud of you mm. because what a test. Yeah, without a doubt. What a test for for you to, you know, for the Lord to ask you to take your take your focus off something yeah. that's so dear to your heart. Yep. And you you did it mm. and you did it without anybody telling you to. Mm. You did it from the place of prayer, you know, it's like, that's a big deal. Yeah. You did it when it cost you something. Yeah. And I just feel like in this, and then the next, whenever the season comes where the Lord is like, okay, like let's, let's get locked in again. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way. Yeah. There's just no way he's not, there's no way this thing is not going to just go on an exponential tra- trajectory yeah. towards where it's always been in your heart. Yes. And so I'm just super proud of you. I think I think that I would really like to talk about in our, you know, as we segue to close this podcast is I think people will be like I can't focus cuz I'm just not a disciplined person or I can't focus cuz I just don't have vision. I can't focus because blah 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 blah. Yeah. What would you encourage people like if you could give them like Here's three steps. You know, here's a few steps. Yes. Like, how do you, how do you get focus back? Like, how do you get on the, on the track of, you know, focusing on the right things? And then what does that do? I mean, what do you do? I think number one, the, what's hard is that when you're not focused or when you're like in a position where you're like, trying to get focused is you start trying to look down the road. You start trying to look down the road and everything is like what's going to happen. But I think what you have to do is focus on right now. Yeah. And focus on the next step. Yeah. What like the next step is going to help you get back on track. Yeah. Not the step that's 10, 10 steps down the road, but the next step, being able to focus on what you currently have in your hands right now 
Because that, what you have in your hands right that's now is the tool that's going to help you get on track when it comes that's to right. focus. Because people will say, okay, I have purpose, but like there's nothing in my life mm-hmm. that I can be working on towards that thing. There's nothing. It's like a victim mentality, right? Without a doubt. Or, or lack mentality. But Brian has this life message. There is always something in your hand. Yeah, there's always something. God has always yeah. placed there's always something in your hand. Something you can do. There's always mm-hmm. something you can do towards that thing. Always. Yeah. Always. Even if it's very, very small beginning. Yeah. Even if it's like yeah. you feel called to be a pianist, like maybe all you do is start watching some YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you just start watching. Like there is always something available to you to start on that track of of purpose and things that you can focus on that are unto that purpose. Yeah, and like, you know, just attributing it to marriage and to family, it's like, if you feel like you guys are in an unfocused place, like what you need to do, and like, this is really hard. This is actually really hard. I think it's really hard yeah, for me really as well. Hard. Because yeah. I'm like, like when we're in an unfocused place, and like, it's been, like, we've been there for lately. Like a month. We've yeah. been there. I mean, we've been, you know, because we've had a lot of moves, a lot yeah, of changes. But definitely for a month. But it's sure. like, because you're always trying to think of the outcome. You're always like, well, this is the outcome that I want. This is the outcome that I want. And so your heart just longs for the outcome rather than having the ability to stop in the moment and to have a conversation that allows you to recalibrate enough to then begin to take steps that move you forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like as a married couple, man, what that what that can look like is like you taking a night just to like talk about, okay, what are the issues? Like what are the things going on in your heart and in your mind? And what can you do in this moment to take one step forward to getting focused again? Like, you know, whether you need to get focused in your finances. Okay. If you need to get focused in your finances, take a night to be like, to consider how your finances are doing. Like, how much are you spending? How much debt do you have? How much da-da-da? You can go down the list. And then from that place, then create a budget. Create a budget. Mm-hmm. Then once you've created your budget, then start putting some goals in there. Mm-hmm. Then start thinking about goals. Then start thinking about the, the, the bigger picture. Yeah. But you got to start where you are. And with your family, like with, when it comes to your family life, and if you're if you're in a season where your family's just really unfocused, you, there's no rhythm, there's no established, like there's no established focus in your family that allows everybody to thrive. Okay, take a couple days just to be like, okay, we are going to do an analysis of our schedule. Let's do that. Yeah, we should do an analysis of our schedule. And then we're going to come back together. Yeah, we need to And we're going to say, okay, what in our schedule is working? What in our schedule is not working? Mm. What in our schedule needs to be added? What in our schedule needs to be subtracted? Mm. Come to an agreement on that so that you're in unity on your focus and then begin taking steps. And this is the thing. You've got to give yourself grace in the process and the establishment of these new rhythms and this new focus. Because whenever you start, it's going to be hard. So take it one day at a time. And if you fail one day, 
Get back up the next day and keep going. Keep focusing. Keep that focus until your family is in a focused rhythm yep. that allows you to thrive. Yes. I'm just going to pray us out with this. Absolutely. I don't think perfection is the expectation, but what should be is just 1% better every day. Yeah. So, Lord, I just pray... I just pray for condemnation and shame to just go now in Jesus name that people would be set free of shame for lack of focus. Some things are in their control. Some things are not in their control. And Lord, I just pray that you would put them on this path of um, diligence, intentionality, um, on the things that you need them to prioritize. So I just pray for encounters. I pray for words from you. I pray for um, just a sovereign move of your spirit in their lives to where that they could discern what they need to focus on. Inspire them, give them purpose. Help them prioritize, Lord Jesus, where they're putting their energy and their time. And I just believe, Lord, because your word says you bless the work of our hands. And so, Lord, I just pray that as um, as we focus, as we are diligent, um, that our, you know, we will have blessing upon the work of our hands. In Jesus' name, amen.